Dominic Ficacello. And Dom, it's good to hear from you once again, man. How you doing? I'm I'm doing good, man. I'm surviving. Always a pleasure. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So uh, I know we've had a, a few other former Razorbacks here on the show, and I've asked them the same question. So I'm going to ask you, man. Just overall, you're getting to the final two series of the uh, of the regular season here. Arkansas, number fourteen in the country. Just how you feel like the season has gone so far for the Razorbacks? Um, yeah, all good. I mean, you can't you can't really be too disappointed. Um, you know. From from what everybody was saying leading up into the season, um, you know the word was is that we were going to be, you know, as good as we've ever been, and uh, you know we were going to be near the top of the the national rankings, um, you know, from start to finish, and uh, you know a lot of us didn't really know what to expect <clears throat> necessarily, especially coming off last year. Um, with the season we had and how cool that was, but um, all together, man, it's, uh, it's been a fun season to watch. Um, I think we, you know, the the start to the season kind of uh, worried people, which never makes sense to me, especially that early on. But um, I, I think we played up to, if not <clears throat> above, our. Uh, expectations at this point and you know i think we're sitting pretty moving forward what are the strengths you see in this team and what are some areas you need you see need improvement um well i don't want to i don't want to say anything that'll get me in trouble but um obviously you know we're pretty solid all around our defense is is as good as I've ever seen it. Our middle infield with battles and more is probably the most sound middle infield and most athletic professional looking infield, middle infield we've ever had. Um, But that goes, you know, even further into our defense. I mean, just all around it's, uh, you know, whenever a ball is put in play, it's nice as a, as a pitcher to know that you don't have to strike guys out. You can, you know, let, let the other team put the ball in play because you've got a great defense behind you and uh, they'll make the plays. So obviously, I mean, that's, everybody talks about that. Um, You know, the pitching and the back end of our bullpen has been incredible, really reliable um, with, you know, Taylor and, and Tiger, it's been fun to watch. Tiger's really fun to watch. And, uh, you know, the offense has picked it up, too. Uh, I think that's kind of what got everybody – had everybody worrying a little bit early on in the season was the offensive production and how it was <clears throat> clearly down from where we were last year, last season. But, you know, it, it would be really tough to top what – we did last season, but we picked it up, like I said, and there, uh, I'm starting to see adjustments at the plate that I really like. I think, our, uh, I don't know if, if Thompson or, or Skip have been working on this lately, but our two strike approach and, um, you know, our small ball game has gotten a lot better. And I think that's what, 
what has helped us win a couple close games lately. And uh, I know that's, that's a big part of Van Horn's game um, ever since I was here. <clears throat> you know, he's – obviously everybody loves the long ball, but Van Horn is pretty staunch on when you show up on campus, making sure that you are capable. It doesn't matter if you're a three-hole, four-hole, or nine-hole guy. He, he wants you to be able to bunt and wants you to be able to hit and run because those are big parts of his uh, philosophy and his game. So um, I don't really know about weaknesses necessarily. I don't really think we have any weaknesses. Um, obviously, there's always room for improvement in every aspect of the game, but, you know, it's uh, I've, I've really got no complaints right now. I think we're, we're putting ourselves in a good spot. Is that the key to timely hitting, just being patient, or is there are there situations where you need to be more aggressive? Oh, there's always, you know, the situation always dictates um, your approach at the plate. Um, later in the game, you know, and you might see this from Van Horn a lot because, um, you know, he does it pretty often. If we're down a run, we're down a couple runs late in the game, especially going into that last inning. Um, <clears throat> you know, I go to the games, and a lot of times I see, I hear fans griping when guys don't go up to the plate and swing at the first pitch and the strike. The time and the place for going up there and coming out of your shoes on the first pitch, and then there's a time and a place where you need to get in the box and you need to have good at that especially if it's a new pitcher fresh out of the bullpen you haven't seen what he's got yet I mean it's it's one of those scenarios where you are going to want to you know get a good pitch to hit and you don't want to swing at any of his good pitches I mean you don't want to chase a a pitcher's pitch with an 0-0 count and ground out the shortstop when we need runners. So um, the situation always dictates your aggressiveness at the plate, but your approach, for the most part, should always remain the same. So, um, you know, they've done a real good job. They've improved incredibly from from what I've seen since the beginning of the season. So uh, it's good to see. We're speaking with Dominic Ficicello, former Razorback baseball player here on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline. Now, Dom, uh, obviously, uh, you know, it's, you've, we talked about even last year just how the game of college baseball has changed. But we, you talk about hitting and the approach and situations. When you were in, in, in college baseball and everything, what was kind of your approach? Like, how did you go through your hitting and what you look for and all that, just your style of how you would approach whenever you stepped up to the plate? Um, well, I was, I'd love to hit and, you know, that was my favorite part of the game as it is probably for most guys, I would assume. And that worked to my advantage a lot. And oftentimes it, um, it worked against me because I was especially my freshman year. I mean, I was a really, I was overly aggressive. It was one of those things where we had guys on our team that would 
step into the box and they'd almost never swing at the first pitch. I mean, they automatically, that was part of their routine or their approach was always to go up there and see a pitch and no rush to swing the bat. But me, I, I hated, I hated when I would take a fastball for a strike. So that dictated my approach uh, early in my career and, and how I would um, approach each, each at bat. I would go up there ready to hit. And that was something that was, you know, I already had it in me, but it was really instilled in me by Todd Butler, our hitting coach back then. And, uh, you know, he said, you know, every, every single pitch you should be ready to swing. If you're stepping into the box and you haven't made up your mind, if, if you're ready to swing at this upcoming pitch, then you're not ready to hit. And that was something that was just burned into my brain for the rest of my career. So me personally, I stepped into the batter's box and if that first pitch was a fastball and it was over the plate, I was, I was putting the bat in motion. There's no doubt about it. I wasn't, unless, you know, um, DVH gave me the take sign late in the game or whatever. I mean, he, he rarely did too, because I think he realized that was my game. That was who I was. Um, I like to, I'd like to swing it early in the count and I like to get my three swings in. And, um, it worked against me, like I said, because a lot of times, you know, I wouldn't get a fastball or I'd be fooled. I'd be looking for a fastball and I'd get a good slider. And with, you know, hard, late action and breaks, and I'd swing out of the top of it or swing it a ball in the dirt because it looked like a fastball. So it worked against me in that manner. But, you know, I've always, I've, <clears throat> I tell every kid that I've worked with, um, that, you know what, unless your coach tells you otherwise, you get, you get two freebies, you know, you get with no strikes and one strike, you get two freebies. And then once you get to a two strike count, you just compete, you battle and you try to put the bat on the ball. And that's, that's the name of the game. And I know that's kind of changing a little bit nowadays, but, um, it's, you know, the, the modern day philosophy is more of a, you know, take your three chances of hitting the ball out of the yard. And, you know, if you strike out, you strike out, which I don't necessarily, <laughs> well, I don't like at all, actually. But, you know, the game's changing. So you kind of got to evolve with it. But <clears throat> I was always an aggressive guy. And I was ready to hit. I wanted to hit. And, my approach was always to try and hit a ball. Well, 90% of the time, my approach was trying to hit the ball right off the pitcher's forehead because that put me in the best position and and kept me in tune and mechanically sound. So that's how I approached it. But like I said, the game's changing, and, you know, it, it is what it is. Every guy's got their strength, and every guy has their, their own philosophy. 
So did you ever succeed on hitting a ball off the pitcher's forehead? Did that, did that actually uh, ever happen? Man. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I did it once. did it once back in Little League, and it was my best friend. <laughs> At first I thought it was hilarious until he didn't get up, and then that yeah, was a little shaken up. But since then, I've come close a couple times. I mean, I've, I've kneecapped a couple guys. I've, I've hit a couple guys in the shoulder and, you know, but back in college, the my most memorable close call was against. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember Michael Ross from South Carolina, but he was the All American left-handed pitcher. And, you know, anytime we played against them, the broadcast was. You know, ninety percent of the broadcast was just talking about his accolades, and how good he was, and I think the first time we faced him, <clears throat> my freshman year at South Carolina, he struck me out and made me look ugly my first at bat. I mean ugly. And then but he did that to just about everybody in the lineup. And then my second at bat I made an adjustment and he got me into a two strike count again and I uh man, I don't know how it didn't I don't know how it didn't hit him directly in the head. But, you know, I'm glad it didn't because, you know, he stayed in the game and we ended up pouring on like 13 runs so but yeah that's it that was just my approach and you know i think it's a good approach to have well you mentioned liking the hit and of course mentioning everybody likes to hit but how about the thrill of a great defensive play where you stop runs or you're able to get out of an inning oh i well absolutely i mean that was i mean i i say that hitting was my favorite part of the game and the most fun. But I think, in all honesty, especially when I showed up on campus here, um, as soon as uh, Dave told me that, you know, he he wanted to move me to first base because I was a high school shortstop, when he told me the plan was to move me to first base, and I started to get comfortable over there because it was a pretty easy transition for me. Um, <clears throat> I took a lot. I probably took the most pride out of any part of my game in in being the best defensive first baseman or third baseman, wherever I was playing in the country, if I could. Um, and there's there's a lot of joy from from an offensive standpoint, driving in runs and hitting home runs. Yeah, it's fun, but I think that the best feeling in in the game, at least for me, was saving a run or saving a hit or even saving an error from one of my fellow teammates you know, when they throw a ball in the dirt um, or, or make it tough on me, I that's where I really um, really took pride in it because it, when you're hitting, you're, you're kind of you're performing for the team, but you become, in, you know, an individual performer. At that point, but defensively, it's a hundred percent 
100% team related. Um, you know, you got guys got to put a ball in play. Somebody's got to field it. Somebody's got to throw it. Somebody's got to catch it. And so I I got a, probably the most joy and <clears throat> you know the most pride out of how I performed defensively and. You know, making a great play is, you know, something that is right up there. You know, it gets the crowd going. It's right up there with with hitting a home run, if you ask me, as far as the enjoyment and, uh, you know, the thrill of it. Well, Dom, uh, we have Peyton Stovall on with us once a week, and uh, it's, it's really good to talk with him just about everything going on with Razorback baseball, but uh, he's been out the past couple of weeks because he had an injury because he was telling us that he was fielding balls at second and, and a ball just hit him right, uh, right in his fingers and it just uh, really caused so much pain to where he couldn't even grip a baseball bat. So I was curious, yeah. you know, obviously, you know, injuries are part of it and, and in baseball and you know, there's certain injuries that happen in all sports, but is there anything particular that you think is like the most painful thing to happen in baseball? Like whether it's getting hit by a pitch or, you know, uh, you know, fielding a ball that hits you in your fingers. I mean, what's kind of the most painful thing that you can experience in a baseball game? Um, man, it is, there's a lot of things. A lot of things can happen. And in baseball, baseball is one of those sports where even if something really minor and small happens, um, that that's not even technically an injury, it can really affect your game. You know, just most notably, you know, you see it really often is something as simple as a blister. And, you know, pitchers get a blister on their on their finger. And, I mean, it, it's nothing serious at all, but it, they can't throw a ball. They, or they can't, you know, grip it as well as they'd like. And it, it really affects their game. But, you know, I can't really <clears throat> talk from a pitcher's perspective. I mean, I've, luckily I've never had to deal with any rough arm issues uh, like pitchers do. But, you know, I'd assume from their standpoint, from everybody's standpoint, okay, if you don't have an arm, your baseball career is not going to last as long as it should. I mean, everybody, I know there's guys that are strictly DHs, but those guys have to be, you know, top tier hitters to maintain that job in that position and, and play for a long time with that position. But I think personally, from experience as a hitter and a fielder, I would say oblique injuries. I mean, you can't oblique and back injuries, lower back, especially anything that happens to, to either of those two body parts. And it baseball becomes miserable, man, because even the smallest little tweak to your back and your swing changes, you know, just bending over to feel the ground ball, throwing the ball, just your every little move. And then your oblique, you see a lot guys that pull their oblique, man, it, 
it's a long road to recovery when you really don't think it should be because you don't realize this until you hurt your oblique or your lower back. You don't realize how much you use that thing just for even the smallest everyday tasks. Things like just rolling over in bed, sitting up in bed, going to the bathroom, showering. I mean, every little thing, you feel it and it nags at you and it, that that's only multiplied 10 times on a baseball field. So I, I feel for anybody that <clears throat> hurts their oblique or, or hurts their lower back, man, because it's, baseball is just too, it's tough enough as it is. And if you're playing with an injury or a, you know, a tweak to either of those things, man, you're, you're in trouble. You're in for, for a rough time. Buy a mouthpiece and grit it out if you want to, but it's, uh, it's not fun. It sucks. Well, Don, man, we appreciate you joining us as always, man, talking a little baseball with you and everything. And uh, I know you're going to enjoy the rest of the baseball season, especially this weekend in Fayetteville, man. But we look forward to catching up with you later down the road. Yeah, I appreciate it, guys. I'm always here for you if you need me. And it's always, uh, it's always a pleasure to be on the show. I appreciate you guys.